Welcome to a new episode of Failure Bites. On this episode, we talk with an old college friend of mine, Tanya Kiefer. Tanya and I were in engineering school together at NIU many, many moons ago. Recently, I had a chance to catch up with her and hear how she made a tough decision to choose herself and redefine what success means to her. Hi, my name is Tanya Kiefer. And I actually had the pleasure of graduating college with Kristen way back when. Seems like forever ago now. So long ago. (laughs) So long ago. Go ahead and tell us about a time that you either faced a challenge or you failed and what you learned through the process. So my background is I spent my first 17 years out of college as a project engineer, project management, basically designing, building warehouses, biomaterial handling, Um, After about 17 years, I kind of decided that I wanted to do something new. So I went into selling. So I went into sales and I basically sell what I used to buy. So my first sales job was at a um, material handling company. And I was actually assigned to national accounts, which was a really great position. And I've always believed in, and it was true at this place, the key to success in sales is always in the relationships. And I was able to leverage essentially the material handling lift equipment salesperson into, and I would sell into their existing relationships, get in the door, which allowed for great success. But based on that, the structure was the customer was theirs and I was kind of lucky to come along and I was lucky to sell my products. So I kind of started to find my way there. And after a few years, I became very successful but what I noticed was in this, this particular environment, the more successful I was, um, typically when I assisted somebody in their account, they would also get paid if I got paid. What I kind of started to see was they would get irritated when I had a little bit more success or pretty much any success at all. So one day I was in a meeting with a longtime friend because I actually used to be a customer buying material handling from this company uh, with the the VP of the department I supported. And he was kind of going on about an issue. And I respectfully contradicted him to kind of retell the story because he had a few things wrong to the story that I found relevant. And he got extremely defensive. And my president really kind of knew how to handle him. So he kind of redirected the conversation and, and kind of left it on the table and moved on. So a few hours later, I didn't think much about it. A few hours later, I was sitting on a phone call with a customer. And all of a sudden, I hear behind me somebody just screaming and yelling at me, like, how dare you talk to me like that? How dare you contradict me? And it was in the middle of the office. And I was obviously on the phone. So I, you know, I kind of asked my customer to hold on. And I said, you know, this isn't appropriate. You know, I'm on the phone. We can talk about this later. And he just continued to just scream and scream and scream. So finally, I got him to calm down, walk away, and then I finished my call. And as soon as my call hung up, you know, I went in there, and you know, he was in a conference room and, and with a meeting about to start. And I was like, don't you ever disrespect me in the middle of the office like this. You know, we can talk this through and whatever, but that was completely disrespectful. So come to find out my boss heard about the incident and actually had turned him in a, to HR and the issue became kind of escalated throughout the company unknowingly to me because I didn't really necessarily file the complaint myself. But in the meantime, what had happened was 
you know, he was really mad and you, he was just the type of person at the company that you were just not allowed to cross. So he essentially started telling all of his colleagues and the people that worked for him that they're not allowed to talk to me, which made my job extremely difficult because I really needed to interact with these people on a daily basis. So immediately HR stepped in, we had a conversation and I got to tell my side of the story, which made him way more angry. But HR really kind of took a hard stance and was basically like, look, this is completely out of line and you can't do this. There's other avenues. You know, let's kind of table, you know, let's kind of make sure that we can come to a, a good resolution here. He apologized, which of course I knew he wasn't going to change, but I knew I had to accept, basically accept the apology. And most likely if he did it again, I was probably going to have to eat crow because he really had kind of made my life a little bit miserable during the meantime. So really from that point forward, it was just, it was just hard because I really knew like he could go there and there was really not much I could do about it, but I just really felt disillusioned on how I was being treated. So I decided to leave the company and I really was kind of hoping, you know, I guess whenever you leave, you, 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 you don't hope the company fails necessarily, but you're like, they'll never do it without me. They'll, they will never figure this out, but they always do. So, but you know, since, since that, that time, I've kind of struggled the last two years trying to find that same path of success because it was really a silver plate handed to me with this customer base. You know, so there's just times I wonder, like, you know, did I really do the right thing by letting people push me around and letting other people dictate my path? Because, you know, I really left there just, I just really couldn't handle kind of that atmosphere anymore. But there's times I just think, like, should I just put up with that atmosphere? I made, you know, great money. I really loved what I did there. So, you know, was the money and the ability to be successful worth more to me than my daily sanity? And then sometimes I even wonder, should I have taken just a higher stance as a woman or even a human being not to tolerate that behavior? It's tough, especially when it sounds like you were successful in one sense of the definition, but just because you're successful financially doesn't mean you're fulfilled and it's a good environment to be in. And that's, that's a difficult place to be. And it's not that you necessarily failed. It's that you had to make a pretty risky choice on success or being respected. Correct. Absolutely. <laughs> when you think about kind of where you're at now and the path ahead of you, are there some lessons learned as you build a new path to a new success? What are some of the lessons you've, you've taken? Well, you know, the good thing is, is that I did stand up for myself. You know, when he started screaming at me, I just didn't sit there and say, okay, you know, so I did stand up for myself. And, and I do feel like, um, you know, I really was appreciative that HR got involved in a way. So, you know, I don't think I would have changed that, but, you know, lessons learned are, you know, sometimes they're kind of hard lessons is sometimes people just are who they are and you just got to find ways to probably not put yourself in that position. You know, maybe I should have taken that conversation offline and maybe not had that type of discussion in front of everybody. Um, but, you know, also just to kind of always believe in yourself, you know, because back then it's kind of led to let everybody kind of dictate my path. And, you know, I really needed to believe in myself a little bit more and know that, I kind of can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And sometimes you just got to take your knocks. 
But I think it would be interesting if you were to have stayed, you might still have had the success, but mentally, where do you think you would would be right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it wasn't just him. I mean, they, they were they were kind of a quirky bunch and they obviously learned from their leader to be very entitled. You know, it wasn't it wasn't just him that was, you know, on a daily basis kind of dragging me down. It was just a lot of very entitled people, um, you know, kind of impacting your life and, you know, kind of saying what they want to say and kind of giving you ribs and then say, oh, I'm just kidding. But they're really not being passive aggressive. It was so great in so many ways, but it was a it was a tough daily in and out communication in all the different forms. That's I just saw a quote recently that said you don't quit your job, you quit your environment. You quit oh, I the like that. Environment. And I think that's so true. So I mean, true. I, the job, the place you go to is not, you know, it's so much a part of your life and you need to feel like it's positive. And I think that is really important is give yourself permission to be happy and fulfilled in the place you are. And if not, either if you can't change it, leave and it's not that you failed it's that you made the decision to invest in yourself absolutely absolutely and then you know I think I should have been a little bit more cautious I kind of bounced to a new place kind of looking for a whole different environment and you know you can't probably expect a totally different environment so I kind of bounced around a couple places because you know I really couldn't find that environment and I I guess you got to be more realistic what is okay and you know what is the the true environment you need, but you're probably never going to find the perfect one. Right. So as you said, it's making that decision of when do I stay and fix what's happening or when is what's happening not fixable and I need to leave in order to really be successful in everything. Absolutely. Yeah. And just wake up, look in the mirror and feel good about yourself. Thank you so much for sharing your story. It's always good to kind of hear where where we're coming from and all the different lessons we learn. So thank you so much. Of course. Thank you. For many of us out there, Tanya's story might sound familiar. We've reached the financial or professional success we've always hoped for, only to find ourselves in a negative or toxic environment. Sometimes that situation is fixable. Other times, it's not. We have to choose between staying or walking away. But walking away is not always as easy as it sounds. It might feel like giving up or even starting over. However, making the choice that's best for you is not failure. It is important to be true to your own definition of success, even if it means leaving a piece of success behind. Thank you for listening to Failure Bites. I'm your host, Kristen Brennison. If you want to get the latest failure stories, please subscribe. Also, we want to hear from you. Leave us a review or share your failure story. We'd love to hear from you. This podcast was produced by NIU STEAM at Northern Illinois University. Your future, our focus. Our focus.